to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to a conversation with Jamie and Robert of Banners for Freedom. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it's Monday, October 3rd in the year 2022. Tonight, we're going to have a great interview with Robert and Jamie of Banners for Freedom. And if you didn't know, they have recently ran a banner on Times Square for Bards of War and Bards FM. It was really awesome. That was posted. uh, It's actually on their TikTok site and or Instagram site. And you'll see that. They'll talk about that at the end. Just a couple things before we get going tonight. Here's a thing with from Gold Telegraph on Twitter. The United, United Nations said today that excessive policy choices could trigger an economic turndown even worse than the 2008 recession. Central banks are taking losses. Big companies are becoming nationalized. Credit Suisse is feeling the pressure. Patriots, this is a really amazingly dangerous time for the economy and making sure also that you have the supplies necessary to endure the shortages that are bound to come. That's why we have My Patriot Supply. And right now, if you go to prepare with Bards, that's preparewithbards.com, you'll get 20% off on their amazing products. And they've got great products out there. These are a three-month emergency food supply. Each, each one of these containers has over 2,000 calories per day, 21 varieties about to, with up to 25-year shelf life. They've got breakfast, lunch, dinners, and drinks and snacks in each of these containers, and each container weighs about 120 pounds, plus it's all made in the United States. No MSG added. So it's, this is one of these great necessary things to have. If you head on over there now and take advantage of this, you're going to get 20% off and you'll get free shipping. So again, head over to my door to pre- preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, that's Patriot Food Supply, and you will you will not be disappointed. These are necessary supplements for our preps in a very interesting dynamic and ultimately will be a very challenging time ahead as we watch systems implode and collapse and whatever form of government seems to be coming out of this. We don't really know. We'll talk more about that through the week. On another note, I just can't not play this piece. There is just some things in life you come across that you say, you know what? (laughs) I can't make this up and it just has to be shared. I'll just let you hear this. There's no words. 
So another episode in the dating saga, I had heard a story this morning about a gal in Nashville that had um, been kissing a guy at a bar and um, she got his number and then she went home, woke up on Saturday morning with a raging rash on her face. Well, she went to the doctor. The doctor said, hey, what have you been doing? Have you been switching up your lipstick or whatnot? She said, no, I don't I don't think I, anything's different. Um, well, so they swabbed it and they sent it off for cultures and they came back and they said, we absolutely need the name of the person that you were kissing. And she said, why? What's going on? And he said, well, the only way that you can get that rash is from dead bodies. And so they went, they explored the, um, the mysterious guy's house and they found four dead bodies that he had been eating. So yeah, um, if you've been eating dead people, um, I'm not your gal. Swipe, swipe left. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that's kind of like not the attractive one. Yeah, isn't that incredible? So I have an answer for that one too. It's this. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, TargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. Oh, yeah, you do. You want to be practicing. And, and uh, ladies, if you're so inclined to go to the bar and kiss a stranger and you end up with a rash, I don't know that I'd give the doctor the name. Just go fix the problem yourself. That is unbelievable. Like, seriously? Like, okay, the dude's eating dead bodies? We, You know, this problem and this culture of satanic worship and necromancy and all this other stuff, oh, it's not even a joke. We talk about it, but it's like it's growing or something. It, it is the disease. My goodness gracious. So here's another one for you. I love this one. Breaking report. This comes from Chuck Calisto at Chuck Calisto on Twitter. He's a blue checker. American Academy of Pediatrics. You know, every time I read that, I want to say pedophiles, and I may not be too far from the truth. But anyway, American Academy of Pediatrics, American Medical Association, and Children's Hospital Association send a letter in big bold demanding big tech and the DOJ to investigate, censor, deplatform, and prosecute those who question gender affirming care for children and adolescents. In other words, they are starting to seal in the discussion about whether you should permanently screw up a child for its entire life by modifying them at a young age. This is getting crazier by the day. 
And this also was part of Boston Children's Hospital, same type of approach. But don't be worried because the Satanic Temple in Indiana has sued over abortions claiming it violates their religious rights. Yeah, this is where we are, folks. So as I paint this picture and then we'll get into tonight's show, I just need you to understand that what we're dealing with here in the entire Western world is a leadership that begins with the highest level through the senior bankers to the lower bankers to Wall Street to corporate CEOs down to school board members and teachers. Patriots, this is the satanic order that's running this nation. You just We need to understand that. This is not a game. It's going to take every bit of prayer action we have, spiritual armor, and get your eye target pro thing going too. I mean, this is no joke. We are dealing with evil of evils. And they're preying on children right now. And they see children as uncorrupted, pure souls that they want to harvest on so many levels. It's disgusting. So it's nothing like being in the middle of the Fourth Reich, which is exactly where we are right now. Our government wants nothing to do with anything good for humanity. They want to control the world, subdue it, and enslave it. And unfortunately, they're practicing on us on a daily basis. So there you go. Just remember this. The reality of the situation is that it's all fake. Yep, everything you see them do is all about them gaining power, nothing about them doing any good. So remember that. All right, without further ado, Patriots, we have a great interview tonight with Robert and Jamie from Banners of Freedom. They're a great family. I've had a chance to meet them personally when I was up at uh, Plymouth Rock. I was going to say Pilgrim Rock. That's not right. Plymouth Rock. They're great folks. They homeschool their children. They're a great God-fearing, Christ-loving family. They take their children with them everywhere they go. They have two wonderful young boys. And they use that as part of the homeschooling experience. They never thought they would become the billboard experts of the nation, and they've become that way. And when you get a chance at the end of this, cruise on over to their website and their Instagram channel and check out the very, very cool Bards FM Bards of War billboard they put up on Times Square. That was awesome. All right, Patriots, so here we go. Let me introduce to you Robert and Jamie. Well, Patriots, I'm really honored today to have Rob and Jamie from Banners for Freedom on. When we heard them, and when I was at the Moment of Truth Summit, they came in and interviewed, sat down at the at the desk there at the at event in Springfield. But this is going to be a great show today. I, since then, I've had the opportunity of sitting down with them when I was up at Plymouth, Massachusetts for the Restoring the Covenant event that was put on by the Resistance Chicks. And they're just amazing folks, an amazing parents. They've, they've got a great vision. The work that they've done is just incredible. All God-led. So folks, welcome to the show. How are you today? Hey, doing great. We just appreciate you, Scott, and all that you're doing, man. I'm yeah. excited to see what comes out of this interview today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know where we'll go. <laughs> we, we, we've had so many people over you know, the past couple of years to say, hey, have, have you listened to Barge FM? 
you listen to Scott Casterson? I'm like, you know, I, I, I've heard, I've heard bits and pieces and here and there. And, you know, resistance chicks really introduced us to you um, formally at a moment of truth time with Mike Lindell. And we're just like, wow, you know, th- this is, this is absolutely amazing. And what, you know, what you're communicating to the people and the way that you do it, um, you know, through, through a biblical aspect, you know, with, with spirit and truth is, it's just, it's, it's right in line, you know, with what we're doing. Well, it, it is pretty amazing how God's working. Cause I know that we, ha- we had that really great opportunity to sit down finally and chat over lunch after the covenant event. I really enjoyed that. And that's, there is a l- lot of, commonality that we find when we're just letting God lead us. So talk about your story a little bit again, because it's a great story. I know we you talked about it at, at the Springfield event, but I, I really think it's worth rehashing that because that the whole way that this has led you and where you went from where you were to where you are today is pretty amazing. Sure. Well, you know, and I'll, I'll try to put it together here in, in, in a nutshell. And it's, it's really a testimony of being inspired by Folks like you, you know, who have dedicated, you know, and sacrificed so much to to encourage the people, to rally the people, to bring this information to the people. And we had went to an event, the Reawaken America Tour Conference down in Tampa, Florida. Got real inspired while we were there. Um, folks like yourself, you know, are, we're, we're talking, encouraging others and general friends telling us, you know, hey, you know, local action creates a national impact. Get involved with your county commissioners. And, you know, we've never done anything like that. We get back to Texas and having a big Fourth of July party. The people that, that came to our property were talking about how the county commissioners were uh, they, they just passed this this law where we had to get a permit in our county to build a chicken coop. All right. Well, you know what? This is a great way to get involved. Here's a, here's a first step. Let's all go down there and let them know how we feel about it. And that's kind of how it started, right? So we show up and we sh- we show up in droves. Packed out the courtroom and the lobby and the parking lot. And I don't think they knew what to do with all those people. They, they didn't. They panicked. That's awesome. They, they've never seen anything like it. And they rescinded that day and apologized for for, for passing this this law. And, you know, we were just really encouraged by this victory. But while we were there, Scott, they were, you know, there were folks that were, you know, part of, you know, the the, the county um, uh, team and they, you know, worked for the county and they were wearing masks. I was like, why are they still wearing them? Nobody else wearing masks, right? And then they were, they had a couple of COVID agenda items they were going over that were pertaining to, you know, our county and some things going on. And then the judge at the very end was encouraging folks to go get the jab. And I was like, hold on a second. What is the judge doing? You know, encouraging people, you know, one way or another, you know, you, you know with medical advice, this, this isn't right. So, you know, why, why don't we come back next week? You know, we had a victory here. If we come back and voice our concerns again, maybe we can make a difference. And so we did that for 17 weeks straight and just brought information from different programs like uh, Dr. Jane Ruby and, um, information we get from the and we know show and you know shows like yourself and we would take these documents and this information that's been provided to us and we would simply deliver it to them and we would read from these documents and we would try to educate them and we'd throw in a little bit of scripture to remind them where we are you know biblically in this hour and what their responsibilities are and what we require of them and you know what the mask started falling off they stopped encouraging to go get the jab at the end of the meetings. And then they signed a resolution adopting Governor Abbott's vaccine mandate. And we said, wow, this is amazing. You know, this, you know, just showing up and speaking up makes a difference. What else can we do? And my wife saw a billboard in town 
And she felt like the Lord said, hey, this is the next step. We got to wake up our community. We were up against a little bit of censorship in the in the paper. And uh, we thought, well, you know, no one can um, turn this billboard off. I mean, except for the billboard company itself. But if they let us, you know, run this ad, hopefully people will drive by and see this number, this VARS number that we take from the vars.hhs.gov website of how many people have been injured by this jab, how many people have died from this jab. And we'll just put that number up there because it speaks for itself. We don't even need a call to action. And hopefully people in our community will see this and they'll think twice about going and participating in this experiment. So, you know, that's all we have planned on doing, Scott. We had actually set up a give and go because some folks in our community wanted to help support us when they found out what we were doing. And then Clay Clark called. And he wanted to do an interview, which we did, which got picked up on the And We Know show. And then Stu Peters called. Next thing I know, I'm down at a reawaken conference, all within you know a two-week period. And then Clay asked us to get up on the platform and tell everybody what we're doing. And I'm like, Clay, I don't know what we're doing. Are you crazy? I'm not going to get up for 3,000 people. But but we did. And I, I I prayed about it. I felt like the Lord gave me a message. And I delivered that message. And and the people were inspired. And they wanted to get involved. They said, "How? what can we do? I mean, they started coming up to the platform and and putting money on the platform before we were even asking about that, you know, even talking about that. And that's when Clay grabbed the mic and said, Hey, we're going to raise a hundred thousand dollars. And we raised a hundred thousand dollars that day. Not even, not even trying. I mean, I mean, he said he wanted to raise a hundred thousand, but um, you know, it was a, it was a quick five, 10 minute thing. You know, we counted the cash. It was 22,000. Look at the gift send go. It was 28,000. And then a guy had came up on the platform, whispered in our ear and said, Hey, I want to match everything that was donated today. Not knowing how much was donated. And he transferred $50,000 over. So it was exactly $100,000. And the reason why I like to tell that story is because it shows the hand of God in this, right? And there's so many other little stories that I've left out along the way that has um, that that has showed us, you know, he, he showed up and said, hey, you know, gave us a wink to let us know that he was in this and supporting us through this, just to move forward in faith, keep doing what we're doing. And we know we'll walk into what he has playing for us. So here we are. You know, we got billboards up all over the nation. We're not billboard people, right? We're not qualified to do this, but he qualifies the unqualified and he gives divine blueprints to, to, to simple people um, so that he can get the glory. And this is this is a true testimony of the glory of God and what, what he's done in this hour in lives of two very simple backwoods folks from North Texas. Now, you had some graphics experience behind you. Right. And I'm ringing this up for a reason. It's what I say a lot of times is that when we look forward, we, we're literally walking in faith, not by sight. And we can't map out our future. But when we look back, we're kind of looking over and go, wow, God, that was pretty amazing. Like my map is perfect going backwards when I look at it. And he's known all the time. So you you had some experience in, that you I would probably suggest you never ex- imagined would be applied to what you're doing now. You know, it's, 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 it's funny you bring that up. You know, I, I'd went to a community college back when, I don't know, 20 or something like that, about 20 years ago. And, um, I walked in there, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I needed to do something. I just felt like I got to, I got to do something. And I, I was living a crazy life, you know, I, I was all messed up, but I, I sat down in this, in this office and this lady brought out a book and it was about five inches thick, maybe more than that. And she opens up, she goes, what do you want to do? I said, I have no idea. And we just start, you know, turning pages and we got to, we got halfway through this book and it talked about graphic design. I said, Hey, that sounds cool. Let's do that. So I started taking some classes, didn't learn anything in college. It wasn't until I got an internship at Fossil Watches. Their headquarters is over here in Richardson, Texas is where I started to really learn how to do some graphic design. And I'm no expert by any means, but you know, I did, uh, 
did work for them for about seven years doing design work uh, and and running my own graphics department, corporate markets division. We would take different logos and, and artwork from all these big companies and we would personalize the fossil product that they could use as giveaways and incentives and things of that sort. So, you know, I ended up doing catalogs and doing some stuff for D- DKNY and Armani and Diesel and so on and so forth. And then I ended up uh, getting fired from Fossil for creating a hostile environment due to my religious beliefs, which was absolutely, uh, it, it dumbfounded me. But what happened was, you know, this, this, as the story goes, my wife and I went and got saved while we were work. I met her at Fossil as well, Jamie. And when we got saved, our our our, our lifestyle changed, right? So no longer were we part of the of the the, the 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 nightlife of fossil no longer do we organize you know some of the events that we were participating in and you know we had a little bit of a different appearance we talked different and folks didn't understand that and they were asked questions and we would tell them and i had a little end time magazine on my desk right mm-hmm. I, I i'd listened to end time ministries since i was 15. everyone thought i was crazy probably still think i'm crazy but you know i, I love eschatology and just the study of revelation and whatnot so I had this magazine on my desk, had a little tiny calendar on my cubicle. You couldn't even tell what it was unless you got right up to it. The guy right next to me, his cubicle, from the floor to the top of his cubicle, all three walls, his desktop, his body was covered in pentagrams, boffin goats, satanic imagery. That was okay, but I had created a hostile environment, so they walked me out of the building. But that was a true blessing because I, you know, actually, I didn't, I no longer wanted to work there. Because, you know, once I, once I got filled with the Holy Ghost, it, it, it really, the scales came off of my eyes and I realized where I was working in that environment. And I just, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to serve the Lord, really. But I didn't want to just quit because, you know, I didn't feel like God was telling me just to get up and quit. You know, I wanted him to open up those doors. So he shut that door that same night. Crazy story. I walk into the church. I'm talking to the pastor. I'm like, hey, pastor. So uh, this is what happened today. Irvin Baxter. From End Time Ministries, the the the, the head the, the 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 founder of End Time Ministries, he had went to this church. He goes to this church. He walks in there and goes, "Hey, uh, Robert, I um I feel like I'm supposed to ask you if you want a job working in End Time Ministries. We need a graphic designer to de- design our 32 page magazine, and we're about to go on television. We need to do some rebranding of our graphics." And it's like, "Are you available?" <laughs> <laughs> well, as of a few hours ago, yes, sir. And that was a really a dream come true to me because I had listened to that radio broadcast um, alone, you know, in my car during my lunch hour for, for 10 plus years straight. You know, people thought I was crazy. I'd be at a party, right? Everyone, you know, drinking, having a, uh, having a time. And I would jump in there and pop in the seven trumpets on VHS, be like, guys, check this out. You know, and they they about kicked me out, you know, wherever we're at. But I just I couldn't help but to talk about these things. And I just really, um, like I said, enjoyed uh, the, the study of, of Revelation and end time events. So you now I shared it alone. Right. But to, to to now be working at that ministry, I thought they were in Richmond, Indiana. I had no idea that they were in Garland, Texas. Right. So, you know, just another testimony how God orchestrates things in your life you don't see it coming and then you look back right so i mean i I ended up doing some general contracting work after that you know back in 2008 the stock market collapsed a lot of their big donors couldn't help fund the ministry and so you know there was another designer that worked there and i went ahead and, and and moved on and did some other things and allowed you know that to take place and 
You know, you know, I'm, I'm going to share this with you because this is another testimony of how God works in your life. The Lord knew how devastating it was going to be for me when I would n- lose my position at end time ministries. I thought I was going to be there till the rapture, right? Like we're going to, we're going to Jerusalem. And so uh, one night, uh, one morning, excuse me, I, I woke up and I had the worst dream. I mean, my heart was pounding. I'm sweating. I'm driving to end time ministries with my wife, Jamie. She actually, she got laid off from fossil too. And she ended up volunteering her time for about a year, um, helping with different things in the ministry. So we're, we're driving there. I'm telling her about this horrible nightmare that I had that, uh, I, I, I got invited to urban Baxter's office and, and he had to let me, he had to let me go and no longer had a position at end time ministries. And it was kind of foggy, but, um, I was kind of going through the details. Well, I show up that day and I get called back to his office and I'm sitting at his desk and I'm, I'm feeling like I've just been there because I, I was that, that night before. I don't have dreams like this. You know, this is not something that happens on a, on a, you know, um, everyday basis. That's for sure. But the same thing happened and he had tears in his eyes and he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry, but we just simply do not have the funds to, to pay you. And I can't ask you to stay here. You know, your wife's already volunteering her time. He's like, you need to be able to supply for yourself. And, you know, he's like, I know the Lord has something planned for you. And so, you know, God had prepared me that night before for that moment, because now here I am out on my own and I don't know what, where I'm going and what I'm doing. And, you know, there, there's a, there's a long testimony on, the the direction the Lord led me over the years. He was always there, right? Always opening up doors. I had no idea what it was going to look like, but like you said, you look back and then it all makes sense. So I'm doing general contracting work, remodeling homes, and I was able to build my house, uh, our homestead out here and, and do some other things that um, allowed us to be positioned to do what we're doing today. I think that's so typical. And I, when I say that, not to minimize what you're saying, but the the way that God works and the way, like you're saying, the doors that he opens. It's real interesting to me too, that in 2012, 2013, I was working out of Fort Meade and I gave a briefing that the next war was going to be between advertising agencies, corporate corporations and government in a public private partnership to wage war on vivid information against the people. And the irony is that I had been a national director of marketing about 10 years or so before. So again, as we arrive at these points, the Lord's given us eyes to see and talents to be able to wage a war and use those talents and understand their industries to be able to lead us in the places we are. And so obviously that's been part of your, that that's a parallel to your story because here you are now using your design talents, both of you to do something you've never <laughs> probably never imagined in your life that you'd become a billboard expert, right? Right. And I, I can't do this alone. I need my wife to help me. And so, you know what he did? He positioned us to work together. It's another part, you know, I left out of this <laughs> testimony. We worked with each other at Fossil. Then we worked directly with each other at End Time Ministries. And then over the years when I was doing freelance and we were doing some ministry work with different churches, we worked directly together. And then when I started my general contracting business, she helped me run that business. And so we've always worked together in everything that we've done, which has now positioned us to be able to work together with Banner for Free. It's kind of funny. I actually went to um, trade school, too, for uh, graphic design, <laughs> and but it was more like layout and 
like, I don't know, I wanted to work for a magazine and do graphic layout. And I also went to school for accounting and I had already got um, the extra credits. So when I started the trade school, I already had a couple credits underneath my belt in college. And I actually never finished that degree. And <laughs> now, but I'm still using the information that I did learn, you know, in high school. And I actually helped my teacher in high school teach Microsoft publishing program to the other students. And now I'm helping him, you know, he, he always shows me all of his ads that he's going to do. And that's the way it always has been since fossil pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I've got that artistic design brain kind of like he does, but I don't know how to do all the technical stuff and Photoshop and all that, <laughs> but I do know how to do accounting. <laughs> yeah, which so, I don't. No, it's just fantastic. And as your the accounting piece becomes, I think when we say accounting, people are like, oh, taxes. It's like, no, this is stewardship. This is all stewardship of making sure how we use our resources are maximized for the Lord. It's office management. And, you know, he, I'm not the best organizer, She's but amazing. I do You should try. see all the different files and spreadsheets. And I mean, I, I, I can't do it. There, there, there's no way, but the, you know, we're not, we're not all supposed to you know, have it all figured out, right? You know, God positions people to do different things and he uses all of us as, as the body to make this work. And then, yeah, it, it, it's amazing how he um, prepares us for what he's calling us to do. So you also have something else, which is a, not a small thing in your life. And that's two young boys that you're raising through all of this. Are you homeschooling them and, and, and how are you working on, cause you travel a lot and I, I was really impressed that they're there with you. They're getting, whether they are focused on it or not, they're at least by osmosis getting the exposure to a really amazing education where you take them. Oh yeah. And especially this last trip where we went to Plymouth and um, I sat when we got home, finally, I sat down with them and just asking them, you know, what did you learn? And, you know, they, they had lots of comments, you know, some good and bad, you know, they didn't like the fact that, um, on the Mayflower, the, um, the workers on the Mayflower that were trying to explain different parts of the pilgrim's journey and stuff like that. They're like, well, that's not what Leo and Nancy said about, you know, the pilgrims and, you know, it's they're a not getting all the details of all the history, but they have started to recognize between right and wrong. It's amazing True. what a young mind like that picks up <clears throat> and, and, and you'll never know because you can't get them to talk about everything. Right. But we, we, we see it constantly, <clears throat> excuse me, as we, we travel around, as we watch different videos at home and they're there in the background listening, you know, that they, they, they may be, they may be on a game or doing something, you think they're not even paying attention. And all of a sudden, our eight-year-old will pipe up and go, well, that's not right. It's really this way. And I'm like, you were listening to that? You actually comprehended what they were even discussing with your headphones on? Like, what? what is it? It's, it's amazing. But yeah, no, so we are we are homeschooling them. Uh, we took them out of, of school. Actually, the week before, it's like the week before the lockdowns happened in 2020. And we didn't even know the lockdowns were coming. We're like, we just got to get them out of school. And then that took place. So that was like a confirmation that this is this is time. 
And uh, we've got a, a good Christian homeschool curricul- curriculum that we use. Um, it's, it, it's, it is a challenge a little bit because of what we're doing. Cause we're, we're, we're so consumed in, in this calling and we're having to travel, you know, it's driving and planes and hotels and, and all of that. But, you know, we, we find time when, when it's right. And that's the nice thing about homeschooling is and 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 learning period, you know, is learning when the time is right, when it, it feels good, when you want to learn, when you're in that, that position mentally uh, to learn, like sometimes uh, our boys, they, they like to do schoolwork on the plane. You know, they, they, they ask, Hey, can, can we do this on the plane? I'm like, you know, that they got free movies on the plane, right? Like, yeah, but you know, yeah. I, for whatever reason, they want to do the schoolwork on the plane. So Our boy sure. Gunner, the other day, instead of watching a free movie on the plane, he wanted to watch Fox news. <laughs> like, why? It, it, it's wild. So it's, uh, it, it's exciting to have them. It, it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do this. Yeah. Um, and you, the joy of being able to teach them what you want them to learn about you know we do have a curriculum but i sometimes i go easy when we're traveling and i have a oh it's a really inexpensive cheap all-in-one subjects there's like five or six subjects all in one book because it's easy to take with us but then when we're at home we have a whole set of brave books that teach us civics and what's going on with the federal government and things like that and in the mornings, I like to read them the Founder's Bible, you know, whatever I come across that I found interesting that morning, you know, I read that to them. So they're getting biblical history and, you know, the founding of our country and what these people actually really believed and how they came together to accomplish one mission. And I think that's really what it boils down to. And one of the things I was reading this morning in the Founders Bible, it's not up to the government. It's not up to these schools to teach our children. It's the Lord told us to do it. That's our job. That's the truth. I mean, so much of this time that we're in, and, and again, it all ties in when we start pressing information, is for people to start taking back their responsibilities of being who we are. I think that we've, I say this a lot, we've worked into an era of convenience where we outsource everything. We're basically a throwaway culture. So we take our children and we outsource them and quote, throw them away into the public school system. And we take our parents and we throw them away into elderly homes. And we really miss that arc of life. When we're, I mean, this is really something that's interesting as I listen to you talk because your boys are getting an amazing education. You could literally teach them, have no curriculum and they would still get an amazing education that they would never forget. They may not always be engaged, but they'll never forget it because of the things they're doing. And as you tell your story, it just seems that God's really positioned you for that as well, allowing you to work out of your home, allowing you to be there together as a family. That's really breaking from the yoke of the corporate control. That's right. You know, there's there's an event, I'm not sure when this will air, but um, we're we're going down tomorrow, um, Saturday, to Austin, the capital of Texas, and we're going to be on the steps. Uh, been invited to to speak at a, a small event there, and then and so we're you know going to drag the boys with us to that. Mm-hmm. They'll hang out at the Capitol, get a little little education. But then Sunday, just uh, I don't know about an hour and a half east of there, there's a castle event that. Cash Patel and Brave Books is putting on. He's debuting his new book, The Plot Against the King 2. 
thousand mules, right? So he rented out this big giant castle, and you know they're gonna they're gonna have Trump burgers there. Cash Patel is gonna read them a, a story, you know, out of the book himself. Uh, there's gonna be trebuchets with pumpkins launching pumpkins and bounce houses and all of that. So you know, we 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 try to um, have a little fun with them too. You know, like when when we went to Batavia for that conference, we took them to the you know Niagara Falls. When we went to uh, Idaho just recently at the Reawaken Conference, we took them down to a, a silver mine and mm-hmm. learned about the history good. of of how this this nation you know was founded with, with mining. And uh, it, it's it's you know you tr- try to incorporate as much as possible uh, in into you know, this, this, this traveling that we're doing where you know, have, have some fun, but also some education. Yeah. We've been to Gettysburg and toured, you know, the battlefield and the soldiers monument. Now we've been to the faith monument. We've been to first landings in Virginia beach with the boys. And, you know, we, we go and do these things too. And we talk about how we are supposed to occupy these areas, but occupy them in a way with um prayer (laughs) we've gone and prayed over all these places that we go and you know claim authority and dominion over these places as well and it's amazing how each of those stories of going to those certain places has spun off into other stories and then like i don't know it's something that i i do truly think that they'll remember and have the memories of and they're like oh i was at i was at gettysburg at the sojourn monument with sheila home like and then now she's talking about it and she's writing you know i'm sure she's writing books about it eventually and like they're a big part of history too and it's really exciting to and, that they're a part of that with us. And then just the other day they brought up, hey, remember we were sitting at the table with Scott Kesterson at the yellow, uh, what was it called? The yellow, yeah. yellow deli, yellow yeah. deli there, which is the yellow deli. Yeah, it was. That's awesome. Which Make- they love lots bulls and Gunner ended up eating three more after that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it's interesting. I, I was just, as I came home, through this six week tour that I was doing and I drove up into South Lake Tahoe, which is just a stopover point as I was headed up to Yuba city. And we used to go to South Lake. I'm just to a point of what you're saying. I haven't been back to South Lake Tahoe uh, for probably, I'm going to say 40 years going there. It's like, it's your point. It's I, I didn't drive when we went down there. My dad drove us down, you know, this sort of thing, but I still remembered where we had stayed. And so I was actually able to just, just as I'm driving along, you go down the same road and you're remembering all the things. To my point is, I think as, as youth, we absorb a lot more than we realize and those memories stay with us and they form us. And so much of that is, is as you're giving your children just this tangible history of the United States, it becomes a living part of us. And I think that's where our education fails when we're trying to just pack them into the public school system. So it's, it's pretty amazing what you're doing. Let's talk a little bit about your billboards because this is amazing in itself. You're telling stories in very short spaces and and with limited words and images. You're impacting people's lives and you've started with one, but now you're all over the country, right? Yeah, we're actually in 30, 33 states, I think, something like that. And over 185 billboards have been put up, whether they were contracted for a month or three months. 
Uh, we've done 30 bus benches, several mobile digital trucks, over 500 indoor billboards, which are TVs and doctor's offices and restaurants and other types of venues. And then there, you know, there's Times Square, of course. We've been rolling there for 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 a year since since January, almost going on a year. And it's uh, it, it's incredible. And, you know, we've got an opportunity coming up here, which we may talk about here in a minute, where we're going to be getting a whole lot more billboards up across this nation. Well, let's talk about it. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, you know, th- this th- this whole Banners for Freedom ministry, I mean, that, that's that's what it is. It's, it's a ministry where, you know, we're asking for the army of the Lord to come together. Remember first that we are the army of the Lord. You know, uh, just like, you know, David had to go remind the Israelite army when they were cowarding against the Philistines and the giants. Right. And they're like, man, you know, what, what are we going to do? They're going to destroy us. And here comes little old David saying, hey, have you all forgot that we're first? We're the army of the Lord. If the Lord is for us, who could be against us? Right. And so while my wife was reading when this first started in Psalms, she was so excited. She came up here. She goes, look what I found in Psalms. 20 verse 5 says and in the name of our god we will raise our banners i was like that's it that's what we're going to do we're going to march forward as the army of the lord we're going to raise these banners in the name of the lord we're going to ask him to fight the battle but we're going to do our part we're going to honor him and we're going to blow a trumpet and so you know we've we've asked the people hey as as the army let's bind together in faith let's put together our our loaves and our fish and let's see if we can make a difference i believe we can and I believe that God can take something small and turn it into something big as far as a message, right? And getting this message out. So um, I've been, I was, I was, it, this just kind of happened out of nowhere. I was on a Zoom call with Todd Callender, attorney Todd Callender. Uh, he, um, Vax Choice, V-A-X-X Choice.com. He's a big part of, of that initiative. And he's been uh, it's an amazing Christian man who has, has really dedicated himself pro bono to helping people that have been injured and affected by this, this jab and all this medical tyranny that has taken place. Uh, he was wanting to put together a online symposium, October 6, Thursday, at 2 p.m. Central, where um, different, different personalities are going to be coming on to this online event that's free. Anybody can log into it. It can be kind of like a, like a Zoom, if you will, on CloudHub. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be certain folks that are going to break down the medical tyranny, specifically the military uh, medical martial law that they're trying to institute in this nation. Because there is legislation pending in just about every state in this nation. Some states actually have it on the books as law. I believe it's Alaska and Florida, believe it or not, with DeSantis. And he won't touch it. He's letting it stay there. But what this says, what this legislation says is that they can arrest and detain you without due process. Put you in a, in a quarantine camp or, or or location, if you will, and they can do medical procedures on you against your will. And there's nothing you can do about it because we are under a national emergency. And so this this symposium is a um, it is it, it's an emergency broadcast. It, it's an, it's a, it's pulling people together to explain to them what we're up against, and if we don't. If we don't do something to try to to curb this, to, to fix this, uh, we're, we're we're in for some some real some real um, some battles, right? Uh, a, a, a war, if you will, because it will be war if they come and they try to do this uh, to the people. And you know they're 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 going off of the World Health Organization's 
regulations. You know, they got those magic legal words, public health emergency of international concern. And they're using the Emergency Powers Act to suspend the Constitution. Right. And so there, there's a there's an act. It's called the Turning Point Model Act. Turning Point Model Act. <clears throat> and what this is, it's a standardized uh, draft legislation in, in that, that all 50 states are trying to pass or, or already have on their books. Uh, this this legislation, what will do just that. So this symposium is going to be calling attention and giving some more information. It's going to be about an hour, hour and 15 minutes long. But then there's going to be breakout rooms after that. And there's going to be all these 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 big personalities that are going to have their own breakout room. So you can jump to whatever breakout room you want to or jump around if you if you choose and spend as long or as little amount of time you want listening to these different personalities and what what they have to say about this. Uh, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, we're going to have like Mel Kay, um, Thomas Renz, Dr. Artis, Sheila Holm, the resistance chicks, Dr. Sherwood, a whole bunch of different generals and, uh, um, doctors and, and attorneys as well. Um, LT for man, we know he's going to try to uh, join, uh, my, our, our banners for freedom breakout room. Mm-hmm. But one of the other initiatives that, that we're going to be trying to do with this symposium it's going to be a free event, but we're going to be asking people to donate whatever they can, $5, whatever, you know, the Lord puts on their heart. Because if we can raise $500,000, we can put up hundreds and hundreds of billboards all across the nation for four weeks leading up to the election. And I've actually got four billboards designed here. We kind of work through with the team. And one of them says military medical martial law. Your vote counts, right? And it's got a it's got a soldier, you know, with a gun, got a laser pointer, got Fauci standing behind him with his mask on, and a you know a King Cobra image on his mask and a medical symbol. Then there's another ad that will pop up in rotation because these are going to be digital billboards, so these ads will rotate through. The other one will say quarantine camps legislation pending in your state. And it's got a some some jail bars and a guy holding on to him in this syringe that says poison. And this is all black, white, and red, right? So it's real, real, um, you know, attention getting, eye grabbing. And then the third one is stop the fraud, only vote on election day in person. And, you know, I know there's a lot to talk about with this whole election situation. It's a mess. And I don't know that we have time to get the machines out. So one way that we're going to try to curb this theft of our election is the information that we're getting is that what they've been doing is creating an algorithm based off of the early voting numbers. And if they know how many people have, have voted um, prior to election day, they're able to formulate this algorithm to steal it on election day. So if we can show up on the day of in, in mass numbers, we will break their algorithm. Uh, a lot like what happened back in um, 20, 2016, 17, we know when Trump uh, got into office the first time, you know, they had rigged it then, but we broke the algorithm. So we're going to be trying to put up billboards all across this nation. I'm working with a whole bunch of billboard companies right now to get amazing deals because we're getting a huge quantity of boards. That is necessary at this point in time. You brought up a couple of things that I think will disturbing to people. One is not only that you have legislation in, in this act, a turning point model state public health act, emergency public health law versus civil liberties. The fact that we would have soldiers comply to that. This is something I've talked a lot about. And where this comes from 
is obedience to directives, not obedience to the Constitution. The reason I'm bringing this up is the importance of people becoming informed and being able to now stand up and challenge soldiers for their their duty to illegal laws and illegal orders is very important because the soldiers are ultimately part of the people, but they forget that when they're in uniform and they're under a command structure, which right now is massively corrupted. Our military is deeply corrupted. It's a sad thing to say, but the way that they have blackmailed our soldiers to stay in and take the jab, uh, threatened them, badgered them. I mean, there's very few people that are in the military that have stood up to this jab. There's only 120,000 out of 1.4 million. So, I mean, this is a this is a pretty critical thing. So I think, you know, everything you're talking about, the necessity to bring this information forward, how do people find this and, and how do they sign up for it? How do they contribute and support it? Yes. Well, you can go, there's a couple different ways. You can go to cloudhub.com. And if you type in there and you search five, the number five small stones, um, that'll take you to the event. Um, you can also go to the number five small stones.com. Uh, the website's in development right now. It's just one page. They're working on the back end, getting all this information. I mean, this, this literally just got pulled together about a week and a half ago. So there's a lot of deck uh, hands on deck right now, trying to get all these details um, outlined uh, properly, but five small stones.com number five, but also, you know, cloud hub, I'd go to cloud hub and type in the number five small stones. That'll take you to the event. It's going to be on October 6th, Thursday at 2 PM central time is when the main focus session is going to take place. And then there'll be the breakout rooms about three, three fifteen. And then, you know, I've, I've got this document I'm going to send you, Scott. It's the turning point model act. It's it's a draft that it's 89 pages, but what it does is it has certain areas that are highlighted in yellow for you that somebody's already gone in and highlighted where it talks about um, this, this detention, it talks about the medical procedures, it talks about all the different things that they will have full power to do to you and you will have, you'll have no control, you have no constitutional rights, it's all suspended. And they outline exactly how they're going to do this and what they're going to do to you. We're not even hiding. It's it's all out in the open. Well, this gets back to the importance of our sheriffs and local action. I mean, I've been talking of this for three years. And if we don't start to realize the importance of engaging a sheriff, understanding his authority, which is he can put his foot down and say, you're not entering my county. They have that authority. But they have to understand that authority and have to be willing to use it. Because if we aren't speaking up, again, to the importance of you getting these billboards out, if people aren't speaking up and engaging their sheriff and their local county commissions, they're just going to roll with the pressure that they get from the state or the federal. But when people start standing up and say enough is enough, then to your original discussion of how you got started, they will start to listen, but it's going to take persistence. Yeah. You know, the, the, the people must know. And unfortunately we can't really, you know, we are the media now, right? The mainstream media is, a, is an absolute joke. And so we have to do what we can. And, th- and that may just be sharing on social media. Yeah. I mean, there, there's hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people that are being reached on social media. And that's why General Flynn keeps saying, hey, you know, we need digital soldiers. You know, we're all soldiers. We're all part of this army, right? We're all, we, we can all make a difference. And don't think that, you know, what you're doing is, is small, it's all part of the, the bigger operation here. And we're all hands in this and we're all being called uh, to do something right now. 
and just do what you can do. Just do the best of what you can do with what is given to you each day. Ask the Lord to bless it and then carry on. You know, we all don't have to change the world individually, but together, collectively, we can make a difference. That's really well said. I, th- I think the other issue that I, mean, I address this on the channel a lot, and what I love about what you're doing is you're focused on mission every single day. There's a lot of luring going on of white hats are in control. Um, the military is the only way. And when we start to hear the narratives, you're, and this is, I've talked the same thing. It's like, you cannot put your weight on someone else fixing a problem in a, in, in this kingdom in a sense. I mean, it's like, God has put us here. We are literally behind enemy lines. We have been instructed to occupy and subdue and to expand the kingdom. And if we aren't going to do that and we're waiting for someone else to do it for us, we're going to end up right back where we were. That's how we got here the first time. And so as you continue your message, I think is the, for me, when I see your message, there's a subtext to it, which is you are literally fighting every day. And until Jesus himself comes here, I know myself, it's like, I say this on the show, if God called me on a hotline right now and said, Scott, Jesus is going to be there in one hour, I'd say, great, Lord, I'll be there in 59 minutes and 45 seconds because I have work to do until he's on the ground. That's absolutely right. One of the things that I've seen spawn out of this just in our own lives, um, Robert's mom, you know, she was going down with us to the county commissioner's meetings and giving speeches. You know, she used to be in the medical field and she could see what was going on. And now her and two other ladies in our county have taken it upon themselves to create this little posse (laughs) and they're attacking the medical stuff. They're attacking the, um, uh, the CRT and the pornography in the schools. They're attacking the med- uh, the election stuff. And it's just three ladies that are just going around town and talking to people and really getting real stories. And they're going to be putting it out on social media. Like, and then going into back to the county commissioner's meetings and talking about their findings. Like my, um, his mom has found that there's 13 people just in our small county that have um, died specifically from the vaccines. That's just 13 that she's talked to, you know, and people are coming and telling her stories about this loved one and this loved one, my children, you know, I'm, I'm battling all these um, side effects from taking it myself. And you have to get out there and talk to these people. And so I'm, I'm really proud of his mom and my other two friends that are doing this, but it, you, we've all got to do something. You know, they're, they're marching around the walls of Jericho. And yes. to your point of staying engaged until God shows up, you know, that's, that's what we're doing. You know, you know, he, he, he didn't say, Hey, I'm going to just knock down the walls, just hang out where you're at and watch from a distance. He said, show up, march around. You gave instructions, specific instructions, seven days, and you're going to blow your, your shofars, you know, in a specific way. And you're going to keep doing this and you're, you're going to feel like you're spinning your wheels. You're going to feel like you're just walking in circles, but know that there's a, there's a, there's a reason for all this. And I've got your back. And then he's the one that knocked down the walls. We didn't have to do that. We just showed up and did what we were supposed to do. That's that's all. That phrase right there showed up. That is so big. Um, and that's been, as you know, I just did this delivering of 12 Bibles across the country. 
and it started in Springfield at the Mike Lindell event. And not to get into that whole story, but there was one Bible intended for someone who didn't show up. And I prayed on it and prayed on it. It's like, what do you want me to do? And the Lord says, it's not for them now. This is all about who shows up. This is the time we're in, and we're seeing it. Like you just made your comment, you never intended to be a billboard specialist and working together in graphic design, delivering a message, but this is the era of the storyteller. We're going to win this through, quote, the bards, and bards are literally the ancient poets that were blessed by the king to speak truth, no matter even if it criticized the king. This is the era of the storyteller, and stories literally define us. And if we don't keep that front and forward, and we aren't there, the enemy's going to win. And so, as you say, it's all about who shows up. So it doesn't matter what your walk of life is. Or the, if the Lord's calling you, get on, get busy, and get digging in, because that's where it is. That's right. Sure. Yep. So you have this big event coming up, and you have big billboards. and that's, So your focus really right now is, from what you're saying, is it is between now and the election. You're just zeroed in on as getting as many billboards out as you can to raise the awakening of the people, and then just pivot whatever happens after that. That's right. You know, we, we don't, we don't have an agenda, Scott. And, you know, we, we kind of do things a little bit different. You know, we, you know, some organizations or, or maybe even ministries, you know, will will have a big outline. This is what we're going to do for the next year, right? This is how we're going to uh, position ourselves, right? And they're going to have all these different things and expectations where we, we just say, Lord, you put in front of us what you want us to do tomorrow. We're going to do the best that we can with it. And then he just continues to open up the doors. So, you know, I, I don't know what November looks like, but I know what October looks like because he's he's revealed that. And so we're going to we're going to try to put up these billboards all across the nation leading up to the election. And then we'll see what happens after that. But, you know, we, we've got this Times Square billboard that's up, you know, through October. I've had it contracted through October and that's when the contract ends. Um, you know, we're still trying to trying to raise some funds to cover that cost. But we've had some amazing messages up we, we had bards up there yes you did it was awesome so thank you very much for that I, I hope your listeners saw that you know if you go to our telegram banners the number four freedom on telegram and you click on the pinned messages at the top it will cycle you through all of our Times square boards it'll land you on the flyer post which is just still images if you scroll down one one post from that flyer post, you'll see the video. So you can actually see it play, you know, live, a live capture of it. And uh, you'll, you'll see, you'll see Bards FM up there. You know, it says, it says, uh, um, uh, God wins. Right. Um, is it, wait, 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 what does I say? In the end, God wins. In the end, God wins. And, and then, and then you put up the BOW, which is Bards yeah. of War, which is very awesome, which is the two. Yeah. That's, that's another crazy story. Cause I did, I came up with Bards of War, how I got there. And then I didn't even see the bow. I mean, I didn't even connect. I mean, just, I just did the logo one day and I said, okay, that looks pretty good. And then people are like, dude, like that's, that's awesome. And I mean, and then I'm seeing like, oh, there you go. The Lord does it again. Yeah. And I love the story about the Bards of War. I was glad that you explained that to us at lunch that day. Cause I didn't know what a Bards was. <laughs> yeah. Bards are pretty interesting. I mean, it's amazing how we've come almost full circle to that time. Right. Because again, it's the power of the storyteller. And it, it just, it, it fits so well, Scott, because it said, you know, in the end, God wins. That's the first scene. And then it transitions to bow. Right. Like, like a call, a call to action to all those that are seeing it or that oppose the kingdom to bow 
to the one and only true living God, right? And then it, then it, you know, pulls to the side and says bars of war, which, which uh, it, it paired well too with the, the, at the ad on the side, we gave a surprise shout out to Patriots in Control that President Trump retruthed, which was a photo of President Trump on there saying the storm is coming where we go on, we go all. <laughs> he's got a little, he's got a little Q pin on. Everyone's like, what is he doing retruthing this? That's pretty amazing. I just noticed something. So a lot of times these boards, there's boards playing underneath it and, you know, the video oh, um, shows, you know, other images on billboards and stuff that seem to be a Godwink of something else that's going on. I was just looking at the flyer that he did in the Broadway view. There's a street sign to the left of it and it says, keep moving <laughs> in flow zone. Keep moving. Like That's that. awesome. Yeah. God speaks in so many ways. And it's pretty neat. Well, folks, you have just an awesome story and it's always a pleasure to talk and, and especially to have you on the show. Where can people find you to support you? That's the big one. Sure. Yeah. You know, check out the website banners, the number four freedom.com on there's an interactive map where you can see where all these billboards have been placed. There's little flames over the locations and you can see actual images because they're there. We get webcams back of these digital boards. So you can go there and there's a donate button. Uh, you can, you can help us raise some more banners, you know, just to donate whatever your, the Lord puts on your heart. You know, we put almost a hundred percent of the donations toward raising these banners. And then if you want to raise your own banner, there's, there's vinyl banners that you can hang on your fence. There's yard signs or stickers you can put on your, on the back windshield of your car. I've got one on the back windshield of my truck. I've got a banner, a one by six banner on my bumper and magnets on the side. Right. So I'm a mobile, mobile billboard everywhere I go. And then you can go to true social. That's a, that's a real fun place to follow along. There's a lot of fun interaction in the, in the comments over at True Social. Banner's the number four freedom. That's totally awesome. Well, we always close with a prayer, and if it's okay, I'll do a prayer. Yeah, yes, please. Father, we just really are blessed today for this amazing meeting. And once again, these two wonderful people, Rob and Jamie, who have just listened mm -hmm. to you and, and followed your direction and and obeyed in such an amazing way to start bringing these messages and bringing these messages from coast to coast in, in a, a fantastic way of putting it before us where we can't run from it. We have to see the truth. We just pray for the continued blessing that you can bring down with them and, and continue to expand this reach that they're doing to awaken the many patriots that are out here and those that are even still asleep to be stirred deep in their heart to start to see clearly, to have the scales drop and start to realize that through truth, through unity, through the love in you, through the love in our Savior, Christ Jesus, that we can literally raise this country up quickly, return this country to its knees before you to repent and to stand up again as a mighty nation under you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I'll tell you, this is this is so cool. I mean, I, I love the stories. I I have, you know, we all have these stories. I think when we follow the Lord and your story is really compelling. I hope people just really hear that and just listening and following and obeying to what he puts before us. It's so amazing. So just wish you the best and really do. I, as I told you, I'll, I'll do a short piece for you. I apologize. I, I appreciate the invite deeply for next week. I'm just committed, but I will do a short piece for your, for your, um, for your event next week and pre-record it and send it over to you. So, and Sounds, sounds great. Sounds great. Thanks, folks, very much for all you're doing. God bless you, and, and we'll talk very soon. Awesome. Hey, it's for you, too. 
Yep. Prayers for you. And it's an absolute honor to be on your program today, Scott. Well, Patriots, that was Robert and Jamie from Banners for Freedom. They're two great people that have just given their life to the calling of where God places them. And, and so much of this is listening. I mean, I, as you've heard the story, and I think we're hearing more and more of these stories, people are ending up in places doing the work that God's asking us to do and places we never thought we would be. So an amazing story and an amazing impact that they're making across this nation and just a great couple. And I say that truly having spent time with them and getting to know them and we'll continue to keep track with all that they're doing. So Patriots, thank you for being here this tonight. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.